This is a WTOP original podcast. From Podcast One. Coming up in this episode of Target USA. Our country will not be, our people will not be able to exist with uh, uh, this president. That's Svetlana Tikhanovskaya. You know her story. She left Belarus in a hurry recently after the election there. Strongman Alexander Lukashenko was accused of fraud. She led many of the protests after the election and she had to flee to safety. She tells Target USA, Lukashenko's days are numbered. You know, we people are not going to obey him anymore. And we don't want this person to be a leader of our country. And our people are ready to fight for the rights to, uh, you know, for, for, for the elections, for the new elections. She's in Vilnius, Lithuania now for her own safety and that of her children. We'll hear her story coming up on this episode of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. Russia could render huge harm to this country. North Korea's secret missile. Capable of reaching the whole of the United States. Dangerous terrorist. D.C. is repeatedly mentioned as someplace they would like to seek an attack. Cyber criminals. Decryption successful. America has a target on its back. And on this program, we investigate the threats, the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and the impact on you. This is Target USA, the National Security Podcast. I'm J.J. Green. I know we promised you an interview this week with Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That's one of the most important interviews we could possibly do right now, considering where we are with COVID-19. But we got an opportunity to interview someone else, who's making big news around the world as well, Svetlana Tikhanovskaya. She's a Belarusian human rights activist and politician who ran for the 2020 Belarusian presidential election as the main opposition candidate. After the election, there were widespread claims of fraud, and there have been protests against the current president, Alexander Lukashenko, ever since. She had to take her children and leave the country, for their safety. We had a chance to speak with her a little earlier today in Vilnius, Lithuania, where she's temporarily living. Okay, um, Ms. Tikhanovskaya, thank you for joining us. Would you tell us, I know this has been a difficult and troubling time in Belarus and your, your circumstances were difficult. How are you doing? Thank you for your virus. You know, I'm in Lithuania now with my children. So on the one hand, I'm really happy that I'm with my children. But uh, my husband uh, is there. And, uh, you know, I'm really worried about all the Belarusian people who uh, are in uh, Belarus uh, fighting for the rights. And I would like to be beside them, to be among them. So as I had to leave my country, uh, I know I left my heart there. And uh, every day I'm trying to do my best to, you know, to to solve the problem, to solve, uh, to help to solve the problem that's in uh, our country now. Yeah. And um, 
Tell us precisely why you had to leave Belarus. What happened that made you have to leave? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm really not ready to talk about this now. Maybe one day in the future, but now I, I'm sorry, but I, mm. no, I can't. But you felt you needed to leave for your safety, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I understand. Um, do you believe that the election was fair? Uh, of course not. I'm sure that the elections were falsified, the elections were fraudulent. Mm -hmm. So as uh, millions of the Belarusians do. Yeah. A lot of people think that's the case, uh, especially here in the United States. Many people believe that the election was not fair and that you were a victim of this administration, the Lukashenko administration. Are you concerned right now about the government's plans for the country? You know, I'm concerned uh, uh, more about our plans and our plans is uh, organizing of new elections because, uh, you know, uh, our country will not be, our people will not be able to exist with uh, uh, this president. You know, we people are not going to obey him anymore. And we don't want this person to be a leader of our country. And our people are ready to fight for the rights to, uh, you know, for, for, for the elections, for the new elections. Ms. Tikhanovskaya, please forgive me for asking some questions that may be, the answers may seem obvious. But for our audience, many of whom may not be familiar with the details, I ask some of these mm -hmm. questions. What is your biggest concern about what's happening in Belarus now? Are you still there? Yeah, I am. I'm thinking, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, um, you know, I, I, uh, you know, the, Belarus, the Belarusians woke up and they don't want to live uh, in this cruelty anymore. I mean, they don't want to live with this government anymore, with this president. And uh, it's uh, uh, our Belarusian will and desire and strive for, they want new elections. And, uh, you know, I'm here just to, uh, just to organize these new elections, fair and transparent. Mm -hmm. So what is the process for this organization of the election? What are you doing? How are you... Uh, working to organize a new election. What's in place? Uh, you know, we have organized a coordination council uh, in Minsk where uh, famous people of uh, Belarus are involved and, uh, you know, they have um, um, they mean in they, they have influence on all the layers of uh, uh, the Belarusians and uh, uh, we are preparing platform for the dialogue with the authorities, and uh, this dialogue uh, will be concerning uh, uh, of organization of new uh, fair and uh, and transparent uh, elections where uh, any person uh, can participate. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten any positive signs about um, uh, when 
uh, a new election might be held or could be held, or are you still in the just the very beginning stages of that? Yes, we are really at the very beginning stages of this, but we are full of uh, hopes and assurance that uh, we will manage to start this dialogue as soon as possible. Okay. There are many people in the West that are behind you and are backing you, and we would like to know uh, specifically how uh, to be of help to your quest for democracy uh, many of the people that are listening would like to know how they can be of help. So what is your message to the rest of the world right now? Uh, you know, we are really grateful to all the countries and all the people who show their uh, support to Belarusian people, who show their solidarity. Uh, they are making different events in supporting our people, and it's really um it's really important for us. And uh, of course, uh, in such tough time uh, for our people, it is, um, we are grateful for financial support of our people. There are a lot of um, initiatives of different organizations who are, um, you know, who are organizing financial help for people who were injured during the demonstrations who were brutally beaten and uh, for people who are striking. Uh, so financial help is really important for us at, uh, at you know, nowadays. And of course, um, uh, the help with, um, you know, with um, showing of what's going on in Belarus with the, you know, with uh, mass media support of uh, uh, events uh, in Belarus is uh, also very important for for our country now. Mm. Mr. Konovskaya, I can tell you, if you continue to do what you're doing, things will get better. There, <laughs> I know it may seem difficult right now, but uh, you have set a great uh, message, uh, sent a great message to the world and set a big standard for people that are supporting you and doing what you do, uh, working for democracy. It will happen. Um, just stay positive. What is your message to the government here in Washington right now? So we, you know, we want to say thank you for the support. Uh, that uh, they show to our people. You know, uh, America is one uh, is the oldest uh, democracy in the world, and they uh, understand uh, strive of our people to fight for their rights. And uh, the message is the same: just support us, be with us, and uh, I'm sure that your politics know what to do just to help our country, help the people of our country. And, and do you have a direct message for Americans who are just like the, the Belarusians, um, you know, just average, everyday, normal people? Do you have a message for the American people that are listening? Uh, just usual people, you know, we, <laughs> they have to understand that there are still countries in the world where people have to fight for their rights and uh, Belarus is one of them. And we're really striving for uh, fundamental rights 
for for fighting for for these rights and just we are asking i don't know to to pray for our people to pray that we will um manage to overcome these difficulties and to uh, earn our rights to live in free and uh, safe country mm -hmm. what is your plan your vision for the future of belarus the belarus of future is safe is free people are respected there people have all the basic rights they uh, all the basic rights the right to speak right to stand to clap and to vote for uh, any person they want mm -hmm. um do you have any ideas on on things you would like to change about the way the country is run the way that the country interacts with other countries do you have any thoughts on how you would like to to run the country differently uh, you know it's uh, i have my own mission uh, in uh, um, in this situation uh, you know I, I like a national leader who uh, is ready to organize new elections but the country will be run by another new president and uh, i'm sure that this president will uh, wish the best for belarus and uh, will uh, uh, you know, he will rise up the economic of our country and the level of lives uh, of the Russian people. Ms. Tikhanovskaya, do I hear you saying that you're working to organize elections, but you probably will not be able to run again? Is that correct? Uh, I'm not planning to. Okay. So do you plan to stay in Belarus for the time being? Sorry? Do you plan to go back to Belarus at some point? Of course. Of course, this is my motherhood, and I adore Belarus, and I want to come back there with my children. So uh, as soon as I feel safe there, of course, I will go back. But the, so if the new election comes along very soon, you will not be a candidate. I'm sorry to ask again. I just want to be clear. If there is of a new course. election... For sure, so. I, I will not. May I ask why? Uh, because I, uh, you know, it's uh, a person, it uh, should, the president of the country, I suppose, should have a specific knowledge and he has to be economist and politician to uh, run the country. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I have asked you a lot of things about um, your situation and the future. Um, I'm just wondering, is, are there other things that I haven't asked you about that you think are important? Mm. Oh, I, I don't think so. You have asked enough questions. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Um, I can tell you for sure there are a lot of people here in Washington that think that you would be a great president for Belarus. Um, so... I'm not in the business of creating candidates. Um, I'm just a journalist. But um, based on what you have done, 
I can tell you for sure there are so many people here that are talking about Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, what you've done there, something nobody has been able to do for decades. So you have a lot of support here for whatever you choose to do. So I'd just like for you to know that. Thank you, and say thank you to all the people who, uh, who support the Russian people. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you very much, and I hope we get to talk again, and I hope maybe um, you can talk to us from Belarus again. For sure, I promise you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. That's it for this episode of Target USA, a very important and sometimes emotional conversation with Svetlana Tikhanovskaya, who is in Lithuania, in Vilnius right now. She had to leave Belarus after the election there and to take her children with her because of concerns for their safety. Her husband is still there. She's still very concerned for him, obviously, and is not clear when she'll go back. Uh, but when she does go back, she suggested she will not be standing for election again, which is sad, but that's the way things are right now. Coming up in our next episode, we will get you that interview with Dr. Anthony Fauci, as we promised. In the meantime, if you have any questions or comments, send me an email at jgreen at wtop.com. That's the letter J, the color green, one word, at whiskeytangooscarpapa.com. Also, please subscribe to our podcast. And if you will, follow us on Twitter. We're at TUSA Podcast. That's at Tango Uniform Sierra Alpha Podcast. And if you want more national security news, sign up for my newsletter. And you can do that at WTOP.com slash alerts. I'm J.J. Green, and this is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Brennan Taylor. You may have seen me on YouTube or even your television. Well, I'm starting a podcast called Sus. Share your scare on Podcast One. Have you ever been in a suspicious, crazy, or wild situation? Well, on Sus, we're going to dive into first-hand accounts of all things terrifyingly thrilling, intense, and paranormal. From myself, from you, the listener, and from some of my friends. You may actually know them. Don't miss Sus. Share your scare. Dropping every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Now, stay tuned for the latest headlines from the Associated Press.